Are you ready to bring your real estate game to the next level? My name is James Prendamano. I'm the CEO and founder of Pre-Real. And over the past 25 years, I've closed over a billion dollars in transactional real estate. Each week, I'm meeting with outstanding investors, high-performing individuals, and visionaries operating in the real estate space. These are the people that are actually out there in the real estate game right now getting it done. This podcast aims at bringing anyone's game to the next level. This is the Pre-Real Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the Pre-Real Podcast. Uh, We're going to do something a little different this week. I'm going to be rolling solo, uh, and here's why. We've received a lot of questions over the last uh, week or so about the war and what type of impact does the war have on on real estate. So uh, we thought that if maybe I can come on for a few minutes, uh, we'll be resuming next week the normal um, format with guests, but I did want to address what we're seeing and and talk about what we think uh, maybe some opportunities and and things that perhaps we should hedge against um, as a result of what's happening in in the Ukraine and Russia. So first of all, of course, uh, our hearts are breaking um, for everyone that's been affected. Uh, We wish absolutely uh, for a a quick resolution and uh, we hope that that things can return uh, sooner than later. Um, Just seems like a, a senseless tragedy every time where we see these types of conflicts and we know how deeply people are affected by it. Uh, so we certainly hope for a quick resolution. Um, that being said, this is a real estate podcast. So uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. You know, uh, overall, uh, we think that there's two different types of impacts. We're going to see macro impacts and micro impacts. On a macro level, uh, approximately 1% of foreign buyers of US homes are, are Russian. Um, so we don't see a significant impact there. There are some micro markets where you you will see an impact. Um, according to Real Capital Analytics, I think it's 330 million in annual capital flows from Russia to global property markets. So these are markets like Manhattan, um, Miami, LA. So in the high-end apartment markets, you may see um, a a bit of a hit there, Uh, but overall that that equates to a really small percentage of the overall transactional real estate volume. Um, But again, at a micro level, we may see a a little bit of an impact, Um, but there are other factors we have to keep an eye on. Uh, Russia is the third largest producer of oil in the world. Um, Russia is also the second largest producer of natural gas in the world. Um, Clearly, we're all feeling this at the pump. And if we're being honest, uh, we felt this long before the war. Uh, But this is just making a a, a bad situation worse. It's compounding uh, the impacts. and, And that translates into a lot of different areas. Um, when you couple that with, I think it's a seven and a half percent headline CPI inflation number, you're starting to see impacts in a number of different sectors. Uh, you know, inflation, inflation, inflation. Uh, everybody's hearing about it. Everybody's talking about it. But what exactly does it mean? And certainly in the context of the war, um, inflation's at a 40 year high. Um, this translates into a lot of factors that are not necessarily as easy to quantify. Uh, There are some indexes uh, that point to them. Uh, Consumer confidence is one of them. 
uh, but there's a general hesitancy. Um, there's a, a bit of uncertainty that seems to permeate the markets uh, during times of high inflation. So this, this will impact the decisioning of where people feel their money is safe. Um, during these times, we typically see shifts uh, out of things like the stock market. And uh, folks will shift that money to these safer places. Precious metals is one of them. Uh, and in some cases, it is real estate. Um, so, uh, but that is, that is also subjective to what part of the cycle we're in. And that's a, that's a whole nother show we could talk about. Um, you know, high inflation will directly, as it relates to real estate, impact rents. We're going to see higher rents. You're going to see higher construction costs. Um, it, it does, again, get complicated. We forecasted um, over the next two years or so, we believed and we continue to believe we're going to see a, a steady increase in interest rates uh, because of inflation, but because of the war um, and that uncertainty and a shift to, to some uh, bond markets, you're going to see a drop in interest rates and you're starting to see it now. Uh, but, but we believe that is very short term. Um, we think that there's an opportunity now to take advantage of inflation driving prices higher, uh, but because of the war, uh, an intermittent drop in interest rates, it's a great time to lock in if you can. Um, of course, supply chain issues are going to continue to persist and likely worsen. Um, you know, we, we just lost, actually, uh, not directly related to supply chain, but uh, we just lost the lease that we were working on for several months here in Staten Island uh, because the business had a call center and the call center uh, was located in Russia. Um, that's who processed all the orders for this company. So um, it, they felt with the uncertainty, they, they weren't able to proceed at this point because we really don't know what's going to happen um, over the next weeks and months. Um, it, it's, it's a challenging situation. Um, there's, uh, in general, there, there's two different ways that, that you can look at how this plays out. So uh, all assets are not created equal, right? And not all investors are created equal. Uh, people see uh, the same situation, it fascinates me, in the investment world very, very differently. So um, let me give you an example. Some folks are now feeling that they want to uh, place their money, as I noted before, in, in places of surety. Um, in the real estate world, traditionally, you don't find uh, a, a better bet, if you will, than a credit rated single tenant asset, uh, a drugstore, a bank that is located in a single asset. Uh, there's not much subjectivity there. There's not much risk there. Uh, and it's a, a prescribed um, rental rate that typically is fixed for five years. Uh, usually you'll go every five years and then you'll get a 10 or 12% bump. Uh, and some are perceiving that as this is a safe place to go now. We know what the numbers are going to be. Uh, we want our money to be in a safe place. And that's a safe place to put it uh, on the retail side. Then there are investors that look at that exact situation and say that it's, it's technically losing money. You're guaranteeing yourself to lose money as inflation persists um, and you're fixed at 
a certain rental number, if you're not getting increases annually that keep pace with inflation, then technically your asset is devaluing over time and they're running away from long-term real estate fixed rate rentals. Uh, Conversely, there are the short-term rentals, uh, things like uh, hotels, um, multifamilies, uh, residential multifamilies, uh, self-storage is is another example where the rate can adjust very quickly. In uh, multifamily, it's typically every year. Self-storage can literally change daily. Hotels can change daily, and they want the ability to, as inflation continues to impact the market, and uh, there's a a constant um, upward pressure on pricing, they want to be able to change their model to enjoy that upside as as you go through the run. At the end of that upside, uh, you have the risk of, of course, numbers tumbling and coming back down on the other side of it. Uh, So again, with, with the war, uh, we think that this puts a a spotlight on these issues. Uh, we think that that overall it's going to continue to drive inflation. And again, depending on uh, what type of investor you are, uh, what your appetite is, th- there are opportunities out there. Again, it's so interesting to us how folks can look at uh, the exact same situation and have completely different investment strategies. Um, at the end of the day, there's, there's low interest rates, even with the increases, uh, interest rates are obscenely historically low, uh, yet inflation has driven pricing up a bit. So you have an opportunity now to enjoy the upside of the increased pricing, but lock in uh, at this intermittent short-term drop in rates. Um, as I had mentioned earlier, we're gonna get back to our normal format next week. Uh, But I did just want to spend a few minutes connecting with everybody today uh, and talk a little bit about how the war and in turn inflation was impacting the market. Uh, If you have any questions or you want to be a guest on the show, please go ahead and reach out. We're having an absolute blast with this. We're loving what we're doing. We can't thank you guys enough for all the support. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you next week. As always, everybody, stay safe. 